time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gore and More podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser. And joining me is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? And the killing machine himself, Bobby Amon. What's killing you, fucks? And Big Johnny D. What's going on, Gorehounds? Today is June 8th, 2020, and we got a doozy for you today. But first, it's time for your celebrity life. Big Johnny D, what did you do this week? Well, uh, I'm going to pause this for a little second and just do a shout out. Uh, happy Ghostbusters Day, everybody. Yes. Uh, it's a wonderful day. Yay. Uh, let's see. This week worked more on my uh, man cave shitter, so it should be done by this weekend. So <laughs> I nice. score for me. Uh, on a somewhat positive note, I am actually back to first shift as of today, officially. All right. Uh, it is not my job that oh, I had wonderful. prior. Nice. It, yeah, oh, nice. It's not, which uh, kind of sucks because I really did love that job. Uh, and I am still fighting to get back into that spot. However, at least I am on a normal sleep schedule again. So, and uh, luckily it's, you know, didn't hinder with me being on the show. So that always makes me obviously super happy. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. Hell yeah. Lovely hat, by the way, sir. Uh, what's Brody. up, Brody? Dan. What's up, guys? Yes, what's Wilson. Up, uh, or is it Voight? Uh, anyways, depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. no. So, uh, I finally actually got to uh, dip my toe in some Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath, which is fucking amazing. And, uh, dude, I'm so like. I hope they bring out like another story after this, or like this is something like that other companies continue to do where they just, I mean, obviously extended DLC in all games is, you know, a thing, but legit main campaign story or even a whole new story on top of it. Like the fact that Shang Tsung leads this whole thing is fucking phenomenal, dude. But yeah. I, I don't want to go too far into it because I'm sure like, you know, Chad being an MK guy, he wants to play it as uh, Real quick, anybody in the comments, please let us know what the audio sounds like, just so we can fix it early in the show. Just in if case. need be. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but, Keep going, Daddy. But no, man. Other than that, I, uh, you know, nice chill week, man. And uh, like I said, pretty much back to uh, my normal schedule. Pre, uh, what do I say? Pre Corona. <laughs> Pre Corona. <laughs> Chad, how have you been, my brother? I have been well, aside from work. Not much has been going on. Over the weekend, we actually had to buy a new air conditioner, which kind of sucks. But we it was a serious downgrade. We had a 12,000 BTU portable air conditioner in the window. And turns out that that thing was not working to capacity because we replaced it with a little window 5000 BTU unit that actually keeps it a lot cooler. Ooh. So in huh. fair point, 
the upright ones always suck in compared to the actual window based ones. Oh, yeah. but I, I didn't think it'd be that much of a difference between because you're looking oh. at two thousand versus five. Oh. It's it's a huge difference. Huge, right? Huge. huge. You should have went the twelve thousand window based one, dude, and then just literally froze your nuts off. <laughs> they didn't have a twelve thousand. They had a. Five thousand, a six thousand, and a fourteen thousand, and Ooh. I didn't feel like paying five hundred bucks for a fourteen thousand one. The big daddy one, dude, right? Yeah, that's not bad. It's like, listen, we're gonna turn our shit into a fucking meat box, bro. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> Yo, let me tell you something. In my house, that's exactly what it is in the summer, right? It's gotta be nice, dude. And upgrade, another, bro. and another adult purchase. We got a new mattress. Ooh, memory yeah. foam. Yes, it's it's one of the the mattress the ones in a box. It's a Ooh. memory from. Is it purple? No, it's. God kind of like a, damn it! I was so dude, excited. Dude. I want to know somebody with the purple mattress. <laughs> I, I do have the purple pillow. I don't have the purple mattress. Oh, okay. That's I have pretty cool. Purple. Those things are great, bro. That was a hundred fifty dollar fucking pillow. A hundred dollar pillow? No, it was like fifty. It's fifty dollar pillow. I thought it was a hundred. A hundred and fifty. Holy. Fuck! Yeah! I would pay 40 for my pillow. Oh. Listen, my wife bought that shit without me. Listen, she can't tell me the price because I will totally be like, Whoa! <laughs> So she gets that shit, like, you know, and obviously apologizes for it later. So she's like, at first she's like, hey, just check out this pillow. See how awesome it is. It's a super cool <laughs> pillow. I'm like, oh, wow, this is really fucking nice. And then as soon as I, like, instantly love it, I was like, how much did you fucking pay for these? Like this is <laughs> these are way too nice for what I would fucking yeah. Where did like, you want them? Online, dude. She got them from the purple store. Yeah, I got like one. like he like he said, dude. It, like TJ said with the purple mattress, I want one of those fucking mattresses, dude. Super dope. Purple mattress. If you're listening, sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a real perfect sleepwear after going more. Yes. Right. But no, the, like I said, the new the new the uh, the new mattress has like the in the springs inside the mattress and everything, so it's nice and bouncy. I said, "Hey, next time we have sex, I don't have them do anything. I just lay here. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> to bed, do the work. Waterbed style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's one of my biggest regrets was never getting to do it on a waterbed. Mm, nightmare on sheet four style. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah well, and, in the bed. <laughs> and next week I was supposed to be going on vacation. But I don't have anyone to watch the dog for me, so mm. I am staying home, and everybody else is going to Ocean City, Maryland. Oh, yeah, that's nice too, oh, dude. Are you gonna be pulling a risky business, man? Yeah, underwear. I'm gonna be yeah. 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 around in our underwear. I told I told my dog. I said, "Don't worry, Flash. I'll take you out. We'll get you some bitches while we're they're gone." <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> listeners, what do you guys think of the new layout? Should we keep it this way? I, I see now that it displays a lot more of the cool stuff that I have on my wall. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Here, gasmic says yeah. Mister Kane. Uh, was that 150 degrees? You had to go there, Stephanie. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> man, right. man, man, man. As you can see, the wife commented on my uh, thing about the bed. <laughs> <laughs> this yes. is so much better now that Chad and I can make eye contact. That's hot. Yeah, that's hot. it makes this show so much more intimate. So but that's yeah. the best day. That's. <laughs> I think that's about uh, it for my week. Uh, Big Bobby, what about you, buddy? Well, it was another week of work. Really, not too much. Uh, there was no COVID stopping us from working, so that's been the same. Uh, let's see. What did I do Saturday? What the fuck did I do Saturday? <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed the weather bro i did enjoy the weather oh yeah that's right i went up to new hope with a couple of friends and we went out there a lot of places are doing the outdoor dining now 
So that's what we did while we were out there. Noise. And then uh, I was watching horror movies Saturday night, but don't ask me what I watched. I don't fucking remember. Must not have been good. Ooh. No, it was good. I was fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> For you and audio I, listeners, I'm doing finger quotes right now. <laughs> tired. No, I was. I was beat to shit. And then Sunday had a barbecue at my my lady friend's house. And then that's it. It wasn't really too much going on. And I got some DVDs I'll be watching now between tomorrow and this weekend. So it's going to be good. That's about it. Not too much going on here. DJ, what about you? Well, as I say every week, podcast here, podcast there, podcast everywhere. But spent a lot of time with the girls this weekend, spent some time outside, went to the family camp, hung out with the family there. Hold on, got a burp coming. <clears throat> okay. Ooh. So, boy. Yes. I don't have anything new that I got. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of waiting for stuff to come on in. Yeah. Really wish vinegar syndrome wasn't so fucking backed up because then i'd be able to get that amityville collection yeah no kidding i really they're want backed that. up oh yeah they're backed up bad they need some lack they're backed up so bad that they had to shut down their website just so everybody there could help fill the orders bingo Damn. that's that's like good and bad yes that uh, just me oh go ahead other than that just watch wrestling as i do per usual watched a couple movies saw that event horizon got announced for a special release today for blu-ray release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fingers crossed they'll find some of that lost footage they're trying also oh, did you guys good. notice uh did we watch this on amazon prime yes okay. yes you notice that the quality dropped on certain scenes yes okay that there must be an unread cut that we got uh yeah because it was the anniversary uh i noticed this it was the when she was interviewing him in the house and whenever right- she was fucking him there was an extra there was there was an extended fucking sequence yeah, there, yep, there's like an extra couple seconds when she's riding. Reverse cowgirl. Yeah. 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 Good girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, ever seen. Uh, fucking around with these mic these mic setups here. Uh, I can't find one that's comfortable. Last week I had it behind me. This one I kind of have beside me. This one seems to be working the best, and I don't have to reach for the, the uh, mouse A as much, but hopefully... Uh, if I'm one that works, I was looking at uh, Samson makes some pretty good mic stands. Might have to upgrade, you know. Samson, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, also I'd like to announce to all your dobackers out there that Matt Sterling has officially joined, rejoined the Dubac Discussion Network. We started a new show with our lovely Gorehound Cameron Mueller. All right, and it will be called Comics and Kaiju's. Nice, nice. awesome. <clears throat> We, oh, real we, quick. Last night, yes. Did any of you guys here see the new Invisible Man movie? No, but I look forward I, to seeing it soon. I checked it out. That's what I forgot to say. I checked it out uh, last uh, Thursday or Friday. You guys got to check it out. They really did very well with it. Like, Will they, do. they up their shit with it. Actually, uh, before we get into the episode, we can get Brody Slice of Life and he can talk about invisible man he actually watched that movie in theaters i think yo put him up because it was fucking good dude he said for us to call him before uh he went to work so oh that's right he's got to be uh been working like what yep Just 30 let me minutes turn, yeah let me turn his channel on real quick do it the way i have it set up now works like a glove though i'll tell you what 
Does it feel like one too? Mm-hmm. And to answer Joe's question, I mean, we could show you our buttholes, but I'm not really sure what that would be for the audio only. Hello. My double ganger, kanga banger, brody came from down under. What's up, buddy? Not much, my amigo. Just getting shit ready for work. How are you? Pretty good. So, Bobby's talking uh, about The Invisible Man. Thoughts on that film? Oh, mate, I absolutely loved it. Mm. It's a, um, it, it's a cool throw. But it's a more modern day grounded um, type of Invisible Man. Um, it's more realistic. I was reading an interview somewhere that. Oh, actually, I better not. That'll spoil it. But anyway, Lee Winnell uh, actually said in interviews, we wanted to go in the direction of uh, making this more realistic and uh, for a new new audience too. So that was kind of cool, his approach to that. But I absolutely loved it. Um, and Lee Winnell, he, he's starting to um, up his game in the horror genre too. Um, uh, I don't know if he's ever saw Upgrade. That was his uh, previous film. With Tom Hardy? Uh, the Tom Hardy lookalike, actually. I think it's Logan, Mar- uh, Logan Marshall Green. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, he, um, yeah. well, Blumhouse is behind this as well. Okay. Um, film, filmed here out in Australia. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was really, really cool how they um, approached it. And if they were to start off a dark, um, was it the dark Universal Monsters? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're, they're definitely heading in the right direction. I, I read somewhere that James Wan wants to do like a Frankenstein um, version. So. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and then I think, what are they doing at the moment? Like a Wolfman type film with R- Ryan Gosling? That's what I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, other than that, but um, The Invisible Man, oh, so good. And there's so many twists and turns in it. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. Treat yourself. Excellent. So, uh, thoughts on this week's film, which is Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Leslie. Well, what I love about the film, um, it feels like a throwback to the um, the old MTV behind-the-scenes film, probably hence the title, Behind the Scene. Uh, is, it, is it Behind the Scene? Behind the Mask. Behind the Mask. Behind the Mask, that's it, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like – Going on the journey with like the serial killer, I thought that was a nice touch to the mockumentary and horror genre. Mm-hmm. It's just something different, something fresh for that time too. I think. But um, yeah, like I love the cameos; they're fun. The dark humor is hilarious, and man, that that titty scene. Whew, <laughs> she could cut glass with them titties. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Question. Who was filming them after the doco crew packed up? You know, that's a good question. And I think it's just the the whole shift of the film from the, the documentary style to the more cinematic. I don't think that needs to be explained more so that you just have to accept it. Yeah, Literally was, when she I said the documentary is over. I've got an answer for that. Like, the moment she says this documentary is over, they switch to the cinematic style. Yeah. And that would be director Scott Glosserman. Eh? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was just, yeah, just fucking around with that one. So, yeah, but, yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that backfired on me. I don't think that's it did. as well as I liked it. <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> was uh was uh good good to actually go back and explore this film. Like, I remember watching it as a kid and um I wasn't really 
because I was only a kid watching it and I wasn't really up with the premise of it, but I, I love the look, um, the design of Leslie mm-hmm. and um, just, just nightmare fuel, I reckon. But yeah, no, overall, enjoyed it. Score. It's a fun film. and ho- uh, Score. I will give it a 3.8. Fair enough. That's a 3.8. Okay, Brody, well, thank yeah. you uh, for your two cents and we will call you next week. No worries. Cheers, boys. Have yep. a good one. See you, buddy. Later. Later, Later Brody. Okay, so that was Brody Kane, my doppelganger Kang banger from down under. So this week's film, as he said, was, is Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, directed by Scott Glosserman, (laughs) written by Scott Glosserman and David Stevie, produced by Scott Glosserman, starring Nathan Bassel. I don't know. Fuck that. Leslie Vernon slash Leslie Mancuso, Angela Gothels as Taylor Gentry, Robert England as Doc Holleran, Kate Lang Johnson as Kelly, Scott Wilson as Eugene slash Billy, Zelda Rubenstein as Mrs. Collinwood, Bridget Newton as Jamie, Ben Pace as Doug, Chrissy Carlson as Lauren, Brian Spelling as Todd with two D's. Music by Gordy <laughs> Hopkins. <Hub. laughs> <laughs> when the hell have you seen a spell with one? <laughs> My two name D's is Todd. <laughs> music by Gordy Hab with two A. Cinematography by Jason Present. Edited by Sean Present. Oh, his brother. Distributed yeah. by Anchor Bay Entertainment. Released October 13th, 2006. A runtime of 92 midgets. Budget, we don't know. Gross, 69136 And I don't got the trailer yet, so you're going to have to be patient. <laughs> you <laughs> This was my first view of the movie, so I was... Uh... I mean, part of me was a little disappointed, I will say, but I do like what they were trying to do. Give it a second chance. I felt the same way the first time I watched it. This was my second time viewing it. I liked it a lot more about this. Yeah, I I will give it a second view. I mean, what I will say, I love the look of Leslie, Mm -hmm. but I will also say with that look, given like a proper, like, like really good horror movie, like the background of them, it would really fit perfect well keep in mind this had a really 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 low budget too robofox here yeah oh yeah no of course what's up robofox yeah fuck whoa what i leaked it Uh oh oh there we go i think it works ah that's what she said i'm gonna make chad go away okay guys chad do, do the thing with the thing the thing with the thing roll that beautiful bean footage okay Silas buried his body in the field and dragged Molly from the house, hanging her in the farm's apple orchard. I would totally agree with that. Yes. <laughs> you have no idea how much cardio I have to do. Favorite line in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. There's that See, whole thing. Making it Bobby, like if you watch this again, I guarantee you will fucking appreciate it. it yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Everybody I gotta watch it again. I only you probably to watch start it. obsessing about a girl and start stalking her, killing everybody that gets in the way. That does seem to happen a lot with you guys. <laughs> that boy. 
he's going to be the best yet. There are 11 exits from the first floor. <laughs> Another eight or nine that might be. Bobby has graduated from remotes to a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> All the obvious weapons. I've sat in Oh, there you go. Why are you doing that? Also, if you recognize that young lady, she's from Home Alone 1 and 2. You have no idea who you're dealing with. Yes, she is. Is that legit? Or are you just saying that because she's ginger? You won't like what That's how she is. That's Lenny McAllister. Man, I feel like she would have been way older compared to the time. I feel like she was like a preteen then. That's true. That's 2006. We got film on those cameras, boys. Stand here and let this happen. Don't you get it? We're in this now. We're part of this equation. Hey, 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 Oh, no. That was a very, very familiar build. Yeah, and, and the house looks... I, I can't quite put my finger on it. Yeah. I feel like you know, I thought the door, I've though. seen that house about a few thousand times. <laughs> but I don't remember a green door. I thought it was always red. Yeah, but the guy who went in it... Who the fuck was that? Yeah, I don't know. He's a big guy. We'll have to talk no. about that, right? Meow. Mm. So, you know, legendary maniacs Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, and Freddy Krueger. Now meet Leslie Vern, the next great psycho slasher nathan basil invasion started as vernon a good-natured killing machine who invites a documentary film crew to follow him as reminisces with murder mentor scott wilson the walking dead evades a psychiatrist nemesis robert england from a nightmare on the street you know him as freddy krueger deconstructs fruityism freudian 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 symbolism and meticulously plots his upcoming slaughter spree. But when the actual carnage begins, where do you draw the line between voyeur voyeuristic thrills, myth, mythic, evil, and good old fashioned slasher movie mayhem? Boys, just oh yeah. Uh Johnny, this was your pick, so why don't you begin, buddy? Hell yeah, dude. Um, well, Bobby asked before the show was uh going how many or maybe it was Chad, I'm surprised. Just uh how many times i've seen this and this is probably easily my like 20th time dude i don't give a <laughs> shit i'll totally admit it um i caught this a few years after it came out probably i want to say like maybe 2008 2009 and uh i instantly fell in love with it um obviously as you guys if you guys haven't been able to tell from my picks i always like a little comedy in my fucking horror and you know usually just like Something a good mix never wrong it. with that I mean, there's always a little bit, but, you know, this one obviously has. That's our entire show. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, this is true. But no, man, I just I love the nods. Like, obviously, this is a huge love letter to all our favorite classic slashers. Um, just and I love the character. I love I love how his uh, how he reacts or how he acts while they're filming him for the documentary. And then, like, actually, when he gets into his Leslie Vernon mode and stuff like that. And uh, it's cool to actually get really behind the head. I don't know. It was just a cool little meta take. I like the idea of even when they bring in the classic slashers that, uh, you know, they're just because they're so awesome serial killers that there's actually kind of more of like a mysticism to them or something like that. You know, I'd be okay with just this film because, you know, this film did it better than Scream and won't have to require four movies. Right. Yeah. This is true, yeah. Although I always I wanted a sequel, that. I'm not going to lie. 
and they've been trying to get a sequel off the ground, but they really can't come up with a great idea. They they say it has to be better than the original, and I'm okay if they don't do a sequel. Yeah. No, you know what? Sometimes you just don't need it. Right. Yeah. It's good on its own. I think it actually made a little. I think it has a comic book series though. It started a little bit. Yes, it does. Uh, So it did. You know, it did try to go somewhere with it. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I think it's called Before the Mask. I don't remember. I actually, I think you're right. Um. But Bobby, you said this was your first watch. Chad, you said this was your yeah, second watch. Second for me, yes. Yeah, this was my first. So I, I mean, I went in going like a, a more horror esque movie. I mean, it was hard. Don't get me wrong, but I was expecting a little more out of it. But I mean, I actually have videos here that as I'm watching as you're talking, and I'm like, okay, I totally get where it was going. So now I got to give it a second watch. Uh, the only thing I would say is if they did Leslie Vernon like again put his whole outfit like in a horror movie straight up then he could really fucking kill it but um i would say for a first watch yeah i was like eh. but as i look back yeah okay i get it so yes that's all i have to say <laughs> right that's now fair. chad your thoughts buddy <laughs> he's just taking in bobby's uh uh, it's just something tj sent me that's oh. all <laughs> but yeah oh, I, I didn't like bobby said in the first time i saw it i was expecting like more straight up horror but then when i saw that it was going documentary style i'm like okay okay i kind of get this and then when it switches the last uh, third of the movie into like an actual slasher movie i didn't enjoy it the first time i liked it better with when it was just the documentary part but watching on a second viewing, I appreciated that a lot more. Fucking dick over my head. What's up? Is that Brody? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh god, he kills me. I'll cut your fucking dick off, mate. Hey. <laughs> the mate makes it like 10,000 times better. I'm not sure if that's as good or better than last week's. <laughs> Oh last man, week. last week's was pretty clutch. That's last week's was really good. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and I, I'm not sure. I'm still kind of back and forth on how much I like the fact that they kind of imply that this shares a universe with Freddie and Jason and Michael Myers. Uh, that didn't really need to be in the movie, but you know, no. I really, I, there's a lot going but on. But if like, it wasn't in universe, then it's just scream. Right. Right. And there is another killer mm-hmm. that I will get into in my notes. Okay. They also did mention Chucky as well. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Uh, at one point. And there's, a, there's a lot of references in this. Like, apparently, there's the uh, the Hellraiser puzzle box. Red Rabbit. Yeah. Red 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 Rabbit. Rabbit. I was in Red Rabbit in right in the beginning. Uh huh. There's a lot of that. Okay, is there any more we want to discuss before Chad takes a look behind the curtain so we can? Well, you said this was your what? Third, fourth viewing, TJ? Third. So obviously you're a fan. Mm-hmm. So love it. I mean, obviously, you know, we all know that you love the slashers. So yes, uh seeing that I hate Scream and then seeing this at first, I was like, Oh, okay. This isn't too bad. Oh, I really like this. And then when we're it went to cinematic, I was like, Oh, oh yeah, you know, uh that meme of Vince McMahon. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was my stage oh, this movie. Nice. nice. <laughs> and I like that it gave you a little bit of like the A camera work 
in a couple scenes before, like obviously yeah. leading up to the uh, the third act. But no, man, it Halloween resurrection would have done it this way properly, mm-hmm. right? Somebody got we got POV cam. <laughs> I, <laughs> I will say, rhymes. I will say the only thing I wish, and I know there's a couple edited scenes, or uh, I think they're edited up, but um, I wish we got more Robert England in it. Yeah, so yeah, that was my only like for what his character was supposed to be. You know what I mean? Essentially, Doctor Loomis. I was hoping he would have been a. We got a little bit more with him, but yeah. Obviously, you know, they were told not to talk to him. I also show. wish that uh, it, he would have been a, I stabbed him six times. Oh, <laughs> that would have been <laughs> fucking great. He's just a man. <laughs> He's just a man. I stabbed him six times. So, Chad, uh, crack open those notes, baby. All right. Ooh. Let's get balls deep. When Leslie first takes Taylor and her crew to meet Eugene and his wife. The car parked in Eugene's driveway is the same color, make, and model as the car seen in director Sam Raimi's movies. Bum, bum, bum. Ah. This was Zelda Rubenstein's last movie. Okay. Ed's uh, that was the little girl from Poltergeist, right? No, she was the old lady from Poltergeist. Old lady from Poltergeist. <laughs> the little girl's dead. Little lady. At the beginning, we're standing in front of the Red Rabbit pub. This is a reference to the Red Rabbit matchbook found uh, by Dr. Loomis in Halloween. Yes. Mm-hmm. The first time Taylor interviews Eugene and his wife, a lament configuration puzzle box from Hellraiser can be seen sitting on the table. Okay. I'm actually surprised nobody else picked up on that. When Leslie and the graduate students are scoping out potential victims at mm. school, he makes eye contact with the That one I didn't see. As this happens, three girls can be spotted playing jump rope in the background, like in uh, yeah, the Little Girls. Yeah. Yep. I didn't notice it the first time. I noticed it this time, though. Uh, Leslie's real surname is exposed to be Mancuso. Frank Mancuso Jr. was the producer of most of the Friday the 13th movies. Facts. Uh-hoo. Of course. Not some hack like uh, Cunningham. Oh! <laughs> <sighs> Several character names are references to classic horror films. For instance, Doc Halloran is a mashup of Danny Torrance's nickname Doc in The Shining and Dick Halloran from the same movie. And Jamie being a reference to Jamie Lee Curtis, who is the final girl in several slasher movies such as Halloween and Prom Night. Zelda Rubenstein used her signature voice from Poltergeist while telling the legend of Leslie Vernon to the girl in the library. Loved it. Wasn't it great? Doc Halloran's wardrobe and beard is nearly identical to that of Doc Donald Pleasant says Dr. Loomis from the Halloween film franchise. Yeah. <laughs> yep. When Leslie is applying his makeup while being interviewed about his target, the song playing in the background, which was noticed by Brody Kane in the chat, is the same as that heard at the end of The Shining, where Jack Torrance appears in the photo. Midnight, the stars and you, sung by Al Bowley and the Ray Noble Orchestra. Nice. When Leslie first shows the crew his home, he introduces his two pet turtles as church. Yes. And Zoe, these are the names of the resurrected pets from the Pet Cemetery film franchise. Church being the cat from Pet Cemetery, and Zoe, the dog from Pet Cemetery too. Yep, <laughs> there's some. I love it. I only uh, keep ter- I only keep pets that I can eat. <laughs> that was a great line. <laughs> well, which, now wait a minute. Which question? Can't you eat all pets? Theoretically, depends on where you're going and what you're going to do. We are not going down this road. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he's a serial killer. Doesn't really. Like me. 
The town in which the movie is set, Glen Echo, is based on a real neighborhood in Montgomery County, Maryland, near where writer and director Scott Glossman grew up. A notable feature of the area being a turn-of-the-century amusement park that stood mostly abandoned for several decades as it deteriorated and earned a fitting haunted reputation among locals. The carousel, for which the park is known, is referenced in the Glen Echo Entertainment logo. Nice. There are two connections to Black Christmas, TJ. Boom. Although never stated directly, it was intended that Eugene is an older Billy from Black Christmas. <laughs> oh, shit. Yep. And when Leslie's real name is revealed to be Mancuso, there could be a nod to Nick Mancuso, who played Billy in the first one. Fuck nice. it. So I like, I like the idea of that, of him being Billy. I want to lick your pretty big so, pussy. I mean, his wife was the one that ended up uh, with the dead boyfriend at the end. That uh, could be. Yeah. Nice. And that would make sense. Actor Scott Wilson became involved in the film after a suggestion from friend Robert Anglin, who was already cast in the film. Mm. Oh, okay. Sweet. Due to the limited budget and location restrictions, some of the script was rewritten during filming to accommodate the filming locations. During filming, several locations needed for certain scenes had yet to be scouted and were discovered in the middle of shooting. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. I will say the shit, the stuff they got, the stuff they got. The and in the movie Hatchet 2, Chad, no relation to me, talks about his hometown of Glen Echo and the local boogeyman story there about a guy named Leslie Vernon. Ah! Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. And that's all I got, guys. Speaking of, I think Hatchet's actually going to be coming up pretty soon for us. Uh, let me look at the schedule real quick. You guys discuss while I look. Yeah. Exactly when. So, you know, those are some good notes, dude. I, I love the Billy take, by the way, dude. Right. Like, that's awesome. Like, because when you first asked me and you, I was thinking, I was like, all right, well, what old school slasher would it be? And I was thinking maybe it could be Norman Bates. But the fact that it was Billy, dude, like that just makes it so much better for me. And dude. I know. Like, I love that. Uh, by the way, Hatchet is scheduled for July 20th. So we got a little yeah, yeah, week after Aliens. Ah, really? Oh, back to back. You mean yeah. another perfect score. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. right? Oh, no. <laughs> we have all my little toys set up. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. So I'm going to, I can't lie, man. I'm going to be a little light on my big questions because I'm seeing I've watched this movie the uh, most. The aliens one, if you, uh, what's, what's the Mexican girl? Vasquez. 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 Dress up like Vasquez for that episode with, with like a wife beater and maybe like a a bandana. (laughs) Done. I can do that. Done. (laughs) Dress up like Bill Paxton. (laughs) Game over, man. Game over. Fucking love it. Bobby it needs to so wig and go full newt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need some royalties for that. You can uh, do on your remote the entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> or bottle. <laughs> okay, Johnny. Questions. So, all right. Um, make it a the one biggest question I got for you, gentlemen. And I might screw up the names, but it was one of the two cameramen, the guy who survived. I think that was Todd. I think, I think Doug was the bigger guy. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so do you think Todd was in on it the whole time? Negative. I don't think so. No. I don't think anybody was aware of what was going on other than Leslie. We know that. Well, the only reason I ask is because Leslie never actually tries to kill Todd. 
He literally knocks him out, and he's the only one he actually does that to. Everyone else he tries mm-hmm. to kill. Does he kill the other cameraman? Yeah, he, yeah, he did. And he the, breaks his neck. Would. And he puts him in the little show. So he is literally... He's the only one. He puts up the fight, which he could literally stab him. Seeing he just did it with fucking. Yeah, but he removed his mask and kind of like really got personal with him. Who? The big guy? Todd. Well, they both. They. No, you're thinking of Doug, which was the bigger guy. Yeah. He took his mask off and then he got. But Todd was the guy who stood up. He's like, "You're going to have to go through me." All he does is knock him out. You know what I mean? It's true. He because he wasn't concerned about them. They weren't. But that, that does pose an interesting possibility. Because, go, but he tries how, to how did they get the connection to Leslie Version in the per- first place? Right. Why yeah, would Leslie seek them out? You think he sought them yeah, out? But, yeah, right. But he could even seek them out, but how you know what I'm saying? Like their whole purpose was to uh film a serial killer. And granted, yeah, he could find them, but I feel like there's still gotta be one tie which could easily lead into a sequel. Like he really like set, you know what I mean? Like he self. But we that also up. see that he's willing to travel to all these different places and has all these different women picked out. I'm not saying he's not good at his craft. Obviously, he was trained by Billy, but just, just <laughs> like also, said, what if it was never in the plan to have to kill Todd? Simple as that. It's it's possible. I mean, it's obviously he had to. They even talked about how he had to adjust his plan because they and, were part of it. And like he but, said. It doesn't matter either way. You guys don't see me after tonight. Right. That's see, true, yeah. There was another thought that even Doug was a plant because technically you don't see him. Like, even though you hear the snap, like, you don't see it. And supposedly that's where they were going to lead with the sequel. It was going to be one of the two guys were supposed to be tied into it. So I wanted to know from you guys if you thought you saw this movie to where it could even be possible. That could be because we don't even know for sure that Doug, Doug is dead. He could have just been playing dead when she found him in the shed. Right. But I still True. think just because the, he doesn't, he didn't actually try to attack the other guy with a sickle. Where everybody else he tried, to, he was killing, left and right. That but he also be- didn't kill Doc Holleran. Hey, he tried to. He stabbed yeah, he him right in the it. chest, like he he meant to, but he, Doc just didn't die. Okay, maybe he meant to, like, kill Todd with that head. The head smash because he never, he's not Jason, he's not strong enough to do something. Yeah, like no, that's, he, yeah. he literally walked by and ripped the dude's fucking head out and broke his neck on the fucking windowsill. Wait, what? When that is true, he did have some moments of strength here, so that could have been a possibility. The next snap, which Whenever one they were in the car, I think it was during, yeah, the but no, he's like what could have happened. In in the Wakuda, he smashed out the window with a sickle, and then he grabbed the guy's head and he rolled it on the glass. He didn't pull him through or anything. I thought he broke his neck. No, he oh, smashed okay. it through, and then he grabbed it, and then he fucking just mashed his head on the glass. Oh, Tyler says that huh. he said uh, what he said right before his head was crushed. As he said, "I think I knew you were the one." Yes. Honestly, I think he was just trying to martyr himself. Hmm. Kind of. I get the legend. Yes. yes. Right. He was sought after. Well, sought. At, well, seen as, you know, Voorhees, Myers, and Kruger. That way he's seen as the same on, on par with them. And obviously he planned on coming back because yes, at the end. he already planned, he already put the, uh, the gel on the, mm-hmm. right. yeah. the fire Which, retardant. Yep. Which was an awesome little thing that they even said that because you were just like, yeah, mm-hmm. 
but that's why I always wanted a sequel, man, because they just that credit was just a great little ending to it, and it was just like, God damn it! But you know what? Sometimes a one-off is good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was honestly my big question for the week. I don't really have a lot of other ones for this one, unless you gentlemen do. I didn't really have any questions, and I took very few notes yeah. because I didn't feel it really needed. I thought the film uh, did a pretty good job speaking for itself. Yeah, yeah. Right. I just wanted to watch this and and like really see what it was. So yeah, I had nothing for it. Oh yeah. And like TJ mentioned earlier, if you guys are listening to this right now and you haven't watched it, it's on Prime right now. So yes. check that shit out for sure. But uh, yeah, and if, and if you love it, buy the Scream Factory Blu-ray. Oh man, right? I think that's what I'm gonna do after my second viewing of it. Hell yeah, dude. Something wrong with Bobby's audio. Uh-oh. Really? What did I do? He's coming in good on me. Hmm. I don't know. It just sounds like he's extra loud. Maybe if you... Is your TV on, damn it? Uh... <laughs> no, it's off. Okay. It's Maybe off. turn down your sensitivity on your microphone just a little bit on your computer. Uh, That's all. So where are we, guys? We are on that douche. Of the movie. Of the movie. Who do we got? Hmm. Actually, I think uh, douche the movie goes to the girl that they thought was going to be the final girl. Yeah, she was kind of a bitch. Yep. Yeah, she was a bitch. Was she though? I mean, uh, was, yeah. Wait. She a was minute. just trying to get her fuck on, and everybody's like, "Wow, way to not be a virgin." And it's like, "Wait, fuck off, dicks." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This one was kind of hard for me because, like, yeah. It- you want to say Leslie, but it's like, yeah, but Leslie's the bad guy. You know what I mean? He's supposed to be. Yeah, you're kind of rooting for him the whole time, even though, you know, right. he's, you know he's killing people. Even though you shouldn't be. <laughs> he's a sympathetic bad guy. He lets you see it from the other side. Yes. Um, <clears throat> see Douche, man. I don't know. Yeah. This is a tough one. This is a tough call. Right? Because there's not really. I mean, all the, the camera guys are really nice. The, there's nobody really. Well, you could. You might say the doctor to especially for that the cafe scene like what are you guys doing here yeah, guys Leslie was the douche yeah he's gonna have to be yeah yeah this is true so the, yeah Leslie he's the douche I mean he he did a lot of stalking and a lot of setup for all that <laughs> man it was a lot of cardio man dude that and when uh she's like isn't it kind of like cheating when he's telling him all about the house setup and he's like well logistically i'm vastly outnumbered here (laughs) (laughs) i love it and the other best line is uh when she asked them why don't they smash out the bottom windows he's like you know what you think they would but they never do (laughs) (laughs) it's always the second floor it's like why the fuck is that love it but all right, so douche is Leslie. So and they were probably taking shots at Halloween four there whenever it says it never turned out good when they go on the roof. <laughs> oh yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's very true. So, uh, Chad's questions. questions. That brings us to favorite kill. Is it cranberry sauce, Chad? No, it's not. It's not. So favorite kill. It's a good question. Oh, I don't know if it technically counts as a kill, but I'm gonna have to go with the apple crush at the end, dude. Okay, fair enough. Um, Actually, I, I'll agree with Johnny on that one. I did like that. So, yes. I got to go with, I, I gotta go with the, the post hole digger to the chest. Ooh, nice. With the hard, 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 hard one. 
Especially because he called out. He's like, then he meets a postal that you're in the chest. And then, he <laughs> it up right then he puts it in the guy's hand. The hand, the guy's hand is he's still alive. He just grasps it a little. That dude's hairdo is fucking perfect mid 2000s stoner, dude. And what the yes, fuck? Yes, it is. Oh, my God. Like that weird little tuft on the front and then shaved. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Holy shit. So, so yeah, talk about that, 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 that's my pick is post hole to the digger to the chest. Nice. Boss man. Uh, tough one, huh? Not a lot of kills stood out in this. They're, not, it, this is more story driven than kill. Right. Cause they're kind of cut. Half of them are cut away. Yeah. I because wish- we're, we're seeing it from the perspective of the cameraman for half the film. And a lot of the kills. I did like some screen. of the kills that they showed uh, that actually weren't kills. It was just them describing how the events were going to play out. Yeah, you, got, like, the, you got the classic pitchfork to the chest. Yeah. I'd have to say the pitchfork. Yeah, the- Cause that was so Friday 13th part three. Even though we didn't, yeah. act, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't so I'd count. say basement kill. That was super Friday the 13th part three. <laughs> I love the direct titty shot, by the way, when he's explaining. Oh the my story. god, that was great. Yeah, the nipple was so large. <laughs> Dude, oh. I love it. She's like, Do we really need this? He's like, Hey, isn't that a big I'm telling, I'm telling the story here. <laughs> I'm telling the story here. <laughs> Fucking love it, dude. Let like I say, that was the, the most hilarious gratuitous titty shot ever. <laughs> right? Hey, oh, a good little shit. bit. Free the titties. Okay, All so right. best best scene then, guys. Best scene. Whole ending for me. The whole... I like whenever they go to uh, the house to explain the layout and everything and how he's going to do it. That's my. I like the whole um, cinematic like horror movie ending to all of it. So yes, the whole okay premise. I, I think mm. I'm going to go with the, what I said before, where they're 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 playing out how the events are going to play, and it's actually playing like a movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, he's describing it. And then, <laughs> and then like, she's describing how they're going to get away. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. Aren't you forgetting something? And it pauses and rewinds. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I'm going to have to say the whole library scene, dude. When, like, things really start to, like... TJ, <laughs> <laughs> like, look what RoboFuck said. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, essentially. Yeah, but no, uh, man, the whole library scene, dude, just because, like, you know, it, it was all the documentary up until it was like, boom, he suited up. And then it finally gave you, you know, obviously Robert England came in and it was cool. Like, it showed how all his fucking planning worked out. Like, yeah, they had the little brick thing beforehand, but that was just a quick, like, demo. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Like, this is. Okay, we so we lost, lost Johnny. John. Okay. There he is. Here we are. Wrong can't. Wrong John, can't. fix it before you come back in, and there's probably a 90% chance that you will sound like the Chocolate Rain oh, guy. Oh, please, God. Yes. I don't hear anything. Yeah. Apple Orchard scene near the end looked beautiful in cinematography. He's not wrong. Okay, John will be back as soon as he can. So, guys, we all said best scene. Yes. Did the opening scene hook you in? Yes. Yeah, that was. Yeah, her. it, it, it no, did. Yeah, because that was the 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 whole diner scene. Yes. Like him spooking her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But from her perspective. But that was kind of a nice swerve because it, it set it up like it was going to be a typical slasher. And then, oh, documentary. Yes. All right. Is everything good? Yep. Ah, damn it. Uh, wait, wait, Johnny, talk, talk. Hello. Uh, <laughs> don't fuck with me like that, man. Sorry, Gorehounds. You're not getting chocolate rain tonight. 
Get you wonder where I've been. Um, yeah. Where the fuck were we at? All right. Uh, we were just asking, did the opening scene hook you in? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Loved it. A little... I mean, it gave you that... It, if you didn't watch the trailer beforehand and you had no idea the whole documentary, you think you were getting a normal movie right from the get-go that obviously exactly. switches. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. So, best hits, hottest girl would have to go to the not virgin. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> she was best pretty hot, dude. Her she's the only one that we saw her tits. No, the that titties were the short girl. That was yeah. short. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But wow. you know what? I'm still going to agree with the... I'm gonna you know what? I'm going to uh, go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, just go with that. Because you know what? She looked like Bobby Tall, and I just would, you know, who doesn't want to climb that? <laughs> Plus, she was really enjoying the reverse cowgirl. Yeah, bro, she was I mean, really. Doesn't. She was. She was. Th- yeah, but she was throwing the tea. She was yeah, fucking she, throwing the North Carolina shit in, dude. Like, you know? <laughs> she was. She was. She was bucking that Bronco. <laughs> I could stay out for longer than eight seconds. Oh. Uh, okay, so. Everyone, uh, Bobby? Yeah, yes. Okay. I, yeah. You going with Rodeo Chick? All right. Yeah. <laughs> Did the score set the mood? Yeah, well, yes. what's going oh, yeah. on? Actually, really, really good. Well done. Indeed. Yes. Best song would have to be Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads at the end, of course. Yeah, yep. that, was a, that was a great tune. Me humming that all week. I've been humming it all day, yeah. Yeah. Favorite character? Leslie. Dude, Leslie, hands down. Yeah, absolutely. That's not even a debate. Was it scary? No, not intended to be. No. No. Well, it's certainly not scary, but it had its moments of what? I think the moment, I think the only time that you maybe would say uh, not even unsettling, but at least like, I think is when he first like chokes her up against the van after they talk to Doc Holloway. Yeah. He was really starting to like show a little bit. You were just like, oh, yeah. Shit. Fuck you, man. Right, you're just like, oh shit, dude. <laughs> and all right, here's another question for you guys. They watched him murder the librarian, and he's already kind of threatened them and shit. Why do they still get surprised when he first kills the couple in the fucking top of the house? They were like, oh shit, it's really happening. It's like, wait, what? It's like, dude, because already- it's like the beginning, like this, this like the whole story, the whole plan that he laid out to kill all those people. Like it's all coming together like right now. And I did like, yeah, I think I that, did that like, was, that's what I, how I saw it too. I don't know. It was just funny. Cause like, but it was just funny. Cause they seemed more shocked that he was actually killing those people. I'm like, but you literally just watched him murder a midget fucking librarian, dude. Like, Maybe there was a reason why they just didn't care hey, about hey, that librarian. That's not, just, that's not just any midget librarian. That's Tangina, the magic midget. Come on, show some respect. Oh, oh, by yeah, the way, dude. she is a Pittsburgh native. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. Awesome. Very nice. And yeah, that scary. is true, it is in the water. Uh, <laughs> but, but yes, to go back to the question, scary, no. No. Okay. So does it hold up today? Absolutely. Extreme. Oh, yeah. It'll Extreme. hold up. Good or bad acting? I thought it was great. Yeah. Very good. Superb. Very superb. Thought it was on point for what they had to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could have got a little bit more Kane Hodder, you know. <laughs> a little bit, just a scotch. Just a little, right? No, yeah. listen, his face when he just turned around was a big like, what the fuck you looking at? <laughs> that was just the dad saying, get the fuck off my lawn, dude. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, did he like, really kill the librarian or did she just faint? 
I thought no, he, he definitely I thought, no, he, he definitely killed like killed like stabbed her in the back. Yeah. Yeah. And then he pulled it out. Oh. That's what she said. He yeah. said well, never pull out here. Okay. Cinematography. Uh I will say Matt, only because the first part of the film was like found footage style, and I'm not the hugest fan of that. But I will have to say the cinematic last third of the film is great. And I will have mm-hmm. to say the intermittent uh little spots that we did get of the what would happen type thing that Chad mentioned earlier. Uh, there were some really cool shots in that, uh, i.e. the review mirror shot of him standing. Yes. I was hoping you were going to say that. Yes. And then also, uh, i.e. the body dragging scene. Super dope. And if you laid a fucking synth track or some other music under that, it would have been fucking awesome. But since it's such a raw type scene, you just hear the body dragging. Right. So I think those two scenes are like, for one, that scene set up to be super comical, but also like fucking disturbing. And then the other one is just so like it's it's an, it looks iconic for the movie that the rear the rear mirror. Oh, well, not only that, but it gives you that it gives you that awesome little like where he does the fucking little flip with a sickle. Yeah, I fucking love that. Dude. Oh, I don't yeah. know why, but you're just like yeah, dude. Like you're fucking <laughs> But I agree, dude. That was a great shot. I uh, applaud. I will say. I'm um, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Chad. I was just gonna disagree with you in the the whole thing not liking the found footage because it wasn't technically found footage so much as it was like more like a documentary type look to True it, that. which they're really close, but not entirely because you get different, uh, different camera angles, different camera shots with the documentary style versus found footage. Usually I just, just can't one pray. Camera. I can't pray cinematography for things that are purposely meant to look like something else rather than more of a cinematic. But, sh- th- but it, if it's purposely meant to look like something else and that should actually get praised because they're trying to achieve that. But it really succeeding. that hard to achieve shitty documentary style stuff i mean we had the weird angles where like sometimes where you know they're the super i mean documentary stuff is mostly handheld and then fixed positions type stuff pretty much this is true these were these were you know still i think they were still in film school pretty much so so they weren't professional documentaries i think it was like in the middle of found footage and documentary yeah i think it yeah but i I just can't but it was intentionally placed in the middle everything every it's it wasn't a hack. Has this director done anything other than this? Have we did, did we any research on I don't that? Think so. I'll have to look. Let me look. No, quick. you guys. Uh... We should have a hyperlink within the show notes, correct? Right. Look. But no, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Chad because actually that's what I was just gonna say. Like I I felt okay. like you know for have watching documentaries at least they hit that style well. Like right. So it it still made you feel like they were trying to do the documentary with the found footage in the documentary, and then obviously. It gives you the A cam when you're like, because you're like, no, dude, I want to watch a slasher, but it's like, no, it's giving you fucking everything, dude. It's great. I will say the jumping back and forth was actually pretty cool. So I did like the cinematography of this film. But like I said, for the first time watch, it took me a little bit to get used to it. So again, I will have to watch it again. I uh, really take it in. You know, I'm actually kind of glad I didn't know you uh, haven't watched this before, because if I did, I probably would have told you. Just so like, right. you could have set it up, but I don't know. I, I kind of like the fact that you had a clean slate going straight in. So yeah, he really hasn't done anything since. Okay, fair enough. So premise, loved it, loved it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's nice perfect for what it was. Absolutely, super meta slasher. Triple R's guys, and not the Roadhouse. Uh, I would oh, have to say rewind for days. Oh, absolutely. I need to rewind, so rewind, rewind, and buy the new Screen Factory or the the older Screen Factory. Which I, almost, I almost want to say reboot just so we can get a sequel. 
Do okay, like a, a sequel slash reboot, kind of like what we got with uh, Town of the Dreaded Sundown. You want more? Yeah, Ooh. I want more. Okay. I want more. 20 years from now, we will get a female uh, Leslie Vernon. Named, Maybe it's the same, but with tits. Named Lesby Vernon. Yes. There what if it, yo, what if there's the sequel idea right there? Is literally Leslie becomes the mentor in the sequel, and there's a new protege, or like he has a new protege. He's all burned up and shit. Yeah. Except that would be interesting. <laughs> That'd be sweet, dude. And Todd was in on it the whole time. Yeah. I fucking knew it. So, guys, so, you guys want to give the rating? Yeah. Let's I'm going to give this a four out of five. That's exactly what I was thinking, too, is four out of five. Okay. Uh, John? I'm going to give it a 4.5. And me, Bobby? Me being my first time, I have to give it – I'll give it a 3.8. Okay. If I have to more and more rating, sport, of four. Four? Woo! Okay. Four yeah. out of five. Four. Behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon. That's pretty good. That's what you're going to do. So I got – Man eater, ninety six percent done. Nice. <laughs> so what about what, that four percent? What are you waiting for? What kind of fins you got now? What are you rocking? I am rocking a the fuck is it? Uh, bone body, bone tail, bone head, electric teeth, and electric fins. That way I can Ooh. teleport. Oh shit! Yes, does have all that ramming speed. I love like <laughs> that's the fucking attributes of a shark. <laughs> that's fucking pretty cool, great, dude. Gentlemen, by the way, uh, quick side note. Did you see today that um, HBO is going to be bringing us a Last of Us series? I did. Yeah, I saw that. I have personally not watched Chernobyl, but I have heard good things. Yes. It's been a while since I've watched Chernobyl, so I got to go back and revisit. Wait, wait. Is I thought it said Chernobyl. Was Chernobyl the one where there was like the radioactive bear chasing them? It was like a found footage or no? That was Chernobyl Diaries. Chernobyl Diaries. Okay, thank you. Oh, yeah, Chad, DKB asked you a question in the comments. Yeah, the next next week's movie, uh, Brody oh. Kane, is Bordello of Blood. <gasps> yeah! It's a Tales from the Crypt movie! Yes, it is. We got a little... Uh... Oh, who... Fuck, dude. Who the hell's in it? Uh, right in the beginning there. Corey. Feldman, Feldman right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Feldman, dude. Yeah. Thing. Oh, man. If we did that back-to-back with fucking... Uh... Lost Boys? Lost Boys. Too. Tribe. <laughs> hey, did you watch that yet, John? I did finish it, uh, and I will give it a four and a half out of five. Ah, yeah. Oh, okay. I will message Lance. He is actually in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, right now on vacation. I will message him. Uh, oh, nice. He finally watched it, so maybe he can rethink his uh, his choice to d- withdraw his sponsorship from Gornmore. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, seriously, he come on! Serious now. action after learning. John. I, I have to say, I'm a little disappointed because John's uh, rating slightly tanks ours. It's no longer a perfect. Fight. Also announced today, Evil Dead Four got the official title called Evil Dead Now. So Wait, that was legit. Yes, yo, that because yes. I've seen only <laughs> that I can't bring it up that it for. was uh, rumors, but yeah, it's legit. Really? So yeah. now my question is: Will this tie into the? remake i think it'll tie into the tv show <gasps> I, I would actually both, like dude, to see honestly. it tie into the remake because the so remake I. I loved it was a really good remake. really Yo, good movie. as far as yeah remake reboots go I why can't we just top. have i want Ash both dude walk in why right. can't you could have both man i mean if if 
Like a really was, super dark version of it. Like, yeah, because okay Ash showed up technically at the end of uh, the remake. Hell yeah, he did. Yeah, this is true. You know okay, what? Then let's let's just assume the, that's what it is. I was the <laughs> only one in theater who stood up and wooed during that scene. And I was so pissed off at everybody else in that fucking theater. Well, because everybody else in that theater are fucking scared out of their fucking mind because of the bloodbath they just watched. Dude, that was that movie bro, I was, shit. I haven't even showed is, my kid that. There's a vine yo, rape scene. Like, what the fuck? Well, my a uncle scene in the took first me to one see too. Yeah. My uncle took me to see that, and afterwards he looks at me and goes, what the hell did you have me watch? <laughs> I was on the edge of my seat the whole fucking time, dude. Just yeah, like, it was, <gasps> like it was oh really, my God. It was really intense. It was. I enjoyed, I enjoyed every second of it. I I figured with it being a remake, it wouldn't be any good. Mm-hmm. Here's how good it is. That movie came out in, what, 2013, and we're Correct. still talking about it. Yeah. Dude, one that- of my... Go ahead, go ahead, Johnny. Was, no, go ahead, Johnny. I was gonna say that end scene alone, dude. When the fucking it starts raining blood, that whole scene is so fucking hardcore, dude. I love it. I really love the music in that scene because yes. it, had, it, was, it was like a oh, fucking fire so whistle going off, dude. That was my phone background for like a year and a half of just her fucking chainsaw and <laughs> that fucking thing in half in nice. front of the oh, burning cabin. One just of my favorite, awesome fucking like one of my favorite oh. scenes ever is the girl who's on the um in the basement steps. And you see her crawling up on her, and she takes the knife and splits her tongue Ooh. in two. Like, come on, that <laughs> is gross. I love it. Oh, I don't know oh, if that or the gla- the broken glass in the face was worse. I don't. I don't know. The glass is pretty bad. Listen, I think I'd rather have broken glass on my face and somebody cut my tongue in half. Yeah, you know, it's been a while since something made me turn my face. I'd say the last thing that made me turn my face was that Fury's kill, the de- the, the oh. face removal. Oh mm. shit! Yeah, the slow face removal. Really I still haven't seen that. Nah, it's brutal. Is it still on Shutter? I think it is. Yeah. yeah, I think it's yeah, it's exclusive. I believe. Yeah, it's also on Walmart on DVD. Sellouts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's all good, dude. <laughs> but uh, anything else, gentlemen? Uh, I got nothing. Like I Walmart. said, Scream Factory announced. Oh yes. The... Event Horizon. Event Horizon mm-hmm. released today. Yes. I also had the guy who is writing the complete history of the ghoulies in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre books on Rabbit Hole last week. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love the ghoulies movies. Graham Leneve Painter is his name. I will not say that again because it's long as fuck and I busted on him enough for it already. <laughs> uh, it was literally a roast of authors. <laughs> but no, it was really cool. This guy uh, pretty much tried to write a magazine summarizing all the ghoulies movies and uh, comics all into one and then that failed but he managed to send a copy to a publisher and a publisher's like you know this is actually not terrible (laughs) so we could probably use this kid and make money off this kid so they started giving him jobs which has now led into him writing those two books so the guy's pretty cool he is british so he's got that going for him but uh other than that solid guy awesome working with him and i hope we get to work with him a little bit more in the future cool uh i mean he asked me what my thoughts on ghoulies was i said Kind of like a uh, like a generic Gremlins, and he did not like that answer. But let's be honest, that's what it is. He's like, well, they're <laughs> in production at the same time, and Mick finally put one in there and was like, just because it's in production at the same time doesn't mean that it's not copied from each other because you can stop production at any time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, so uh, shit. Any well, then, then we're since we're on that oh, since we're on that subject. Mm-hmm. What's the best Gremlins ripoff to you guys? Ooh. Oh man, I always thought Critters was pretty. That's, I, great. I've always loved Critters. Yeah. I saw that in the theaters. Here's a good question: 
of all the shitty horror films and all the shitty sequels in the land, what is the best space adaptation of a franchise? I'm going to say Jason X. It's really the only one. I do love Leprechaun. Hellraiser. Hellraiser Bloodline wasn't very good. I haven't seen those. The, the version we saw wasn't very good. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm gonna have to go with Jason X. I do love Jason X. I'm not saying there's not a better one, but I do love Jason X. Dracula 2000. I still haven't seen that. That goes in the space. I've never yeah, seen it on a fucking spaceship, dude. I don't know, dude. I've and, never uh, seen it. <laughs> Johnny Rico as Van Helsing. Really? It's been a while since I watched that too. Wow. Oh, that was there. Haven't been, there haven't been too many franchises that went to space. I just named four. <laughs> Other than that, can you rename? I it? want ten. I bet you if we look it up, we could we could probably find a bunch. I mean, I know uh, there's, I know there was like a random like went to space. <laughs> there you go. That was Mars. Went to Mars. Why the fuck couldn't have it in Costello? <laughs> Wasn't there? Heard go to Mars. We were busy fighting the Universal monsters. <laughs> okay, fair. Enough. No, but having a Costello <laughs> did go to Mars. It's a movie. Ah, Costello there we go. Go to Mars. See, See? Uh, didn't it Hercules? Was Hercules in space at one point too? Uh, probably. Lou Ferrigno one? Yeah, Hercules Against the Moon Men, I think it was called, or something like that. <laughs> oh. Yeah! There you go. All right, Jason X the win for me, because I haven't yeah, seen for, it for and, this one. So I got only seen Jason X and Leprechaun, and Leprechaun was... So. The only yeah. thing that was good about it was the that queen, whatever she was. I'd, okay I'd much rather watch that. Space. What's that? I'd be okay with like an evil dead in space. That would be trippy as fuck. That'd be hilarious. Isn't as that fun. supposed to be the next Machete movie? Machete in space. <laughs> machete in space. I just really want to see Ash say groovy and then kick the airlock open and <laughs> suck a bunch of dead eye out into space. That'd be funny as hell. <laughs> so, if they're making a fourth movie, is this direct continuation from the series? Did, did you say? Hannah, that? hello. Hey, Hannah. Hello. Hi. It like I said, it, it looks like it. We don't know anything for sure. All we can do right. is speculate. So I'd like to say it's a sequel to the reboot, but I also like to say it's a sequel to Army Darkness. So, and I'm gonna say one last thing. I hope, randomly enough, Sam Raimi brings in Ash to Doctor Strange for some reason or another. Just if it's a little montage to it or something, it could happen because there yeah. was a uh, Army of Darkness Marvel Zombies crossover. Yeah, hell yeah, dude! I have was, yeah. awesome. And it's funny that Dr. Doom is the savior of it pretty much at the end. Yeah, but then we got cheated because they kind of set up a Marvel werewolves thing that never happened. Zombie right? The tits. Give us the fucking Marvel. Because that was pretty much, I feel, like a nod to the uh, 90s Wolverine toy where they made him like a werewolf. Wolverine! <laughs> <laughs> or the whole Captain America is a werewolf story. Whoa. Captain America is a werewolf? Uh-huh. Was. I don't know if I know that one. It's 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 one of the the show the series lowest points. Mm. I'll take it. <laughs> Low point. All righty. Hey Chad, hey, did, you hear, did you hear the looters broke into the Cleveland Brown Stadium and stole the Super Bowl trophies? <laughs> Boom! There we go. Wow. I didn't see that. Maybe next they'll go to the Buffalo Sabres Stanley Cup Championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So that's about it. Nothing else to talk about here, guys. Next, we got we got Bordello of Blood with Feld Dog, and then the week after that, we have Leviathan. Leviathan. That pick, that of is course, pick. it's underwater. It's yes, with Chad. Uh, <laughs> so 
I don't think we have anything else. Nah, I think, I think that's, that's it for today, gentlemen. I think yes. so. Okay, guys. So this is your host with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser, signing off. This is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Christman, saying, see you next time, bitches. This is Big John D saying, see you later, Gorons. This is your killing machine, Bobby Among, saying, I'll kill you fucks later. <laughs> <laughs>